Today's daf is Nedarim daf nun. And we have five lines from the bottom of daf memtes amidbeis devisu de Reb Yehuda. Today's daf is being learned leilu nishmas chayim malaza ben yibadol chayim Reb Shimshon and as a schus rufu shalema fachaya devora bas sharon. So. If Nedarim Daf Memtes was a classic Daf, then Nedarim Daf Nun is classic, Ben Benoy shall classic. And without any further introduction, we are going to learn a Daf that is going to share with us Yisoidois, but also many stories, stories that we're familiar with, the aim based Medrash Balechidesh. So the very end of Daf Memtes. The Gemara talked about the Tana Rabbi Yehuda Brabiloi, as in Stam Rabbi Yehuda in Chas. The Gemara begins with a story that depicts the incredible poverty of Rabbi Yehuda. Zok the Gemara. The visit of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's wife, Nafkas, went out. Noktas Amra, she bought wool of the Glima de Hutfi. And with the wool, she made a beged. Kanafkas Lashuka, when she would go out to the Shuk, Mikasyabe, she would wear this beged. Kanafik Rabbi Yehuda Litzluye, and when Rabbi Yehuda would go out to Davin, Havi Michsi, he too would wear this beged, Umatsli, and he would Davin with it. And when Rabbi Yehuda would put on this beged, Havi Mavarich, he would make a bracha, Baruch She'otani Me'il. Duran says that the Chiddush of this. This bracha was that this beged was not a me'il. A me'il is a very chash of a beged. This beged, the Ran actually refers to as being a beged chashuva, but not on the level of a me'il. And Rabbi Yehuda was, however, so appreciative with what he had that he would make the bracha on this beged that was really not a me'il, baruch shatani me'il. Regardless, you see from here the poverty that Rabbi Yehuda had. It went to the point that he had a shira beged together with his wife. Says the Gemara, Zimna Chada, one day, Gazer Rab Shimon Gamliel Tanisa. Shimon Gamliel was the Nasi, and he was Gazer Tainis, Rabbi Hudalayas of Tanisa. Everybody came, all the Rabbanon, all the Tamidim. However, the great Rabbi Huda didn't show up. So the Gemara says that Rab Shimon Gamliel was inquiring. He said, Where's Rabbi Huda? I'm Ranlai. They told him, like Isla Kisuya. He posh, it has nothing to wear. And as a result, he has no begotten. He wasn't able to show up to this event. So the Gemara said, Rab Shimon Gamliel's reaction was, what? Rabbi Yehuda has no clothing? So he sent him a bag at Veloy Kapel. However, Rabbi Yehuda refused to take it. Not just that, Dolly Tzipsa. What he did when this bag had arrived, was he told the people that came, he says, you really think that if I wanted a beggar, I couldn't have a beggar? Meaning, you think I'm stuck in this dire poverty because I have no way of getting out? If I want to get out, I could get out. And let me prove it to you. So he picks up the machzeles, this is the mat that he's sitting on, and he told the shliach, take a look at what's there. So he went and he peeked, and you know what he saw? He saw diamonds, he saw gold. So he said, if you have all this diamond and gold, why are you shearing one beggar together with your wife? He said, because I don't want to have any hana from this world, and it's for that reason I'm living the way I live. Now, the Ran and the Rosh both speak out that really before Rabbi Yehuda picked up the Machzalas, it's not like he had all this money stashed away. This was Maisenisen. He had performed a miracle, but he was trying to say that really if I want it, I can daven, I can make a moifas. There's things I can do that would allow me to emerge from this 
situation that I'm in. However, it's not something that I want to do. So what was the point of this last Gemara? Certainly it brings out the great Aeneas of Rabbi Yehuda. It also shows this Midah that you find by certain Sadiqim, and that is they didn't want to have any Hanomi. The Gemara says in Brachas Taf Yudah If somebody wants to have Hanah, Yehana Kalisha. He shouldn't have Hanah like Shmuel. And these are really two Midahs. Usually when you think of Sadiqim that didn't want to have Hanah, Rabbi Chanina Mendoza comes to mind. The Gemara and the end of Masachtas Tainas, but this is another classic that's tucked away with regards to the Tana Rabbi Yehuda. So we talk about Rabbi Yehuda throughout Shas, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, and there's Gemaras that are scattered around the Teresh of Apeh that give us a little bit of an insight into who these Tanam are. So you think of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is someone that's learning Torah with a great amount of poverty. The Gemara says in Masech the Sanhedrin, Sheker Achein Vehevel Ayoyfi Isha Yiras Hashem Hitesal. The Gemara is different Pshatim. It's referring to different people, different generations. In one Pshat, the Gemara says, Isha Yiras Hashem Hitesal Zedoyroi Shel Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi. It's referring to the Doi of Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi. Shehaya Shisha Miskasim Betalus Echad. Here you see Rabbi Yehuda, he was miskasa in one palace together with his wife, and he learned Torah mitoychatchak, just a little bit of an insight in terms of who Rabbi Yehuda was. Just one ha'ar, the Marsha speaks out, that we know there's a iser in the Torah, it's a lavdai raisa of lois silbash. So a man's not allowed to wear the beggar of an isha, and a woman's not allowed to wear the beggar of a man. Freak the Marsha, this beggar that Rabbi Yehuda was sharing together with his wife, was it the beggar of a man? Was it a, the beggar of a woman? If it was the beggar of a man, that would explain how Rabbi Yehuda was allowed to wear it. But how was his life, wife allowed to wear it? And if it's the beggar of a woman, that would explain how the visud Rabbi Yehuda was allowed to wear it. But how was Rabbi Yehuda allowed to wear it? So says the Mashah, that the Paiskim quote, and that is, you have to say that this was a beggar that either a man or a woman can wear. Meaning, the only time there's an iser of leisilbash, leyilbash, that's if the beggar is either meyuchit for an ish, or it's miyuchid for an isha. So if there's a beged that's miyuchid, only men wear it, then a woman can't wear it. Or if there's a beged that's miyuchid li isha, only women wear it, then a man wouldn't be able to wear it. But there is such a metzias where you can have a beged that's not miyuchid for a man, it's not miyuchid for a woman. Meaning, a beged doesn't have to be labeled that this is either for a man or for a woman. It's possible for the beged to be other a begedish, other a begedisha. And that type of beged does not have any love of not lo yulbash, not lo yulbash. There's no love either way because it's not miyuchadish. It's not miyuchadish. Says the Marsha, it's pasha that that's what this beggar was. Just an interesting chiddush lalocha that comes out from this dvar Either way, we turn our attention from the great Tana Rabbi Yehuda to the great Tana. Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara now is about to tell the story of Rabbi Akiva. Which story? The fact that Rabbi Akiva was 40 years old. He was an Amaaretz. Not just an Amaaretz, but the Gemara says in Psachim and Tesamid Beis, Kisho Yisi Amaaretz, that Rabbi Akiva said, when I was an Amaaretz, I had sin of Chachamim. If I would see a Talmud Chacham, what I would want to do is my Netiyah would be to be a Mazik, the Mazik of Karen. I would push and want to tear him up like a chamar. Yet, he met the daughter of the Grace Gvir, Kalba Savua, and Kalba Savua's daughter, her name was Rachel, decided that she wanted to build a life and she wanted to marry this Rabbi Akiva. And it's not because she was someone that was rebelling against her family, to the contrary. She was an Isha Chashuva Adlamoid, but she saw a potential in Rabbi Akiva. 
He was Sani Umayli, and she wanted to dedicate her life to build this Akiva at that time and to allow him to fulfill his ultimate potential. The Kachava, they got married, he goes to learn for 12 years, and he comes back, and he goes to learn for another 12 years, comes back with 24,000 Talmidim. And the end of the story of Rabbi Akiva is that when Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Shemayim in Perakat Chelis and Mesachtis Menachis to be Mechabal the Torah, and he sees all the Neshamas, and he sees Rabbi Akiva, so he asks the Abish, why am I the one that's the Shliach to bring the Torah to, to Klai Yisrael? If you have a Neshama like Rabbi Akiva, and Abish didn't even give him an answer. He said, This is the way I want it to be and this is the way it's going to be. So Rabbi Akiva goes from rags to riches in a spiritual sense. We'll see in today's daf. He also went from rags to riches in a physical and in a financial and in a monetary sense. Regardless, when you think of the mice of Rabbi Akiva and his wife, so it's a story we've heard as children, but as we get older and we learn, so which Gemara comes to mind? It's Ksuba Samach Beis and Ksuba Samach Gimel. That's the primary Makar to this Gemara. But the truth is, this Gemara is in two places in Shas. The other place in Shas is right here. Nedarim Dafnun, the Masha speaks out here in Chadushi Agadis that if you go through the two Gemaras, there are Shinuyim. So there are differences between the two Gemaras. There are pieces that you have in Ksubas that you don't have in Nedarim. There are certain elements to the narrative that you have in the Dharm, that you don't have in Ksubis, there are even some ideas that at first glance would seem to be contradictions and steers. So really, you have to go through the two Gemaras as a whole, and you have to make sense of them. Obviously, we don't have time to do that right now, so we're going to go through this Gemara, and then in the raid, we'll speak out, this is the gift that keeps on giving, as it relates to the story of the great Rabbi Akiva, regardless. That introduction that we already knew, Rabbi Akiva is actually Barta, the Kalbasavu. Rabbi Akiva was Makadish. He got married to the daughter of Kalbasavu, Shama Kalbasavu. When Kalbasavu, the Gvir, heard that his daughter had married this Amoritz, this Ben Gerim, this shepherd, he was very, very disappointed. So he made a nether, we're learning Masechtis Nadarim, he made a nether that his daughter and the Edom will not be able to have Anna from any of his Nechassim. So all of a sudden, Kalbasavu's daughter gets removed from all the trust funds and from everything, and suddenly she's not going to have anything. Says the Gemara, The Nesuin, they got married, it was during the winter, and they were sleeping literally in a base heaven. they were sleeping in a, in a barn. They were sleeping in a stall, a place that usually animals would sleep. They had no money. They had no food. He wasn't making barnasa, and she just lost that on all the money that she had. And the Gemara just gives one line to depict what's taking place at that time. So they're living in a Beisat heaven, and as a result, Rabbi Akiva's wife, Rachel, has straw inside her hair, and Rabbi Akiva is plucking, he's removing the straw from the hair of Rachel. And then he tells her, One day, I hope to be able to make money where I'll be able to take care of you. And if I do, Ramina Lech Yerushalayim Dadahava. I'm going to buy you a very, very expensive piece of jewelry. What is going to be the nature of that piece of jewelry? It's going to be Yerushalayim Shalzahav. So what was this Yerushalayim Dadahava? So this is something that actually comes up in halachic circles as well, as we'll see a little bit later. But apparently this was a very, very expensive piece of jewelry that women would wear on their head. And it seemed to be the skyline of Yerushalayim or something along those lines. 
lines by Indian to Indian, and he tells I'm going to buy one for you, but it's not going to be made of stainless steel. It's not going to be nechoshes, not platinum, not silver. This is going to be Yerushalayim de Dahava, or Yerushalayim Shel Zahav. Either way, so the Gemara says, as this conversation is happening, and he was dressed up like a person, like he very often is. And he came knocking on the door. So they came to the door, and he told them, I see you living in a base at heaven. You have straw. Says, I'm living together with my wife, and we don't have any straw. And I need straw. The reason is the oldest it's because my wife just had a baby. And I don't have any straw for her now for the baby. We need a little bit of straw. says wife. And it We're living here in the base of heaven, and we're bemoaning our state and dreaming about one day where I'll have money and I'll be able to give you a Yerushalayim the Dahava. He says, there are people that even have less than us. There are people that don't even have straw. Um, so she turns to him and she says, Zil Havi Beirav. If that's the case, I want you to Halsuch Stark and I want you to go to Yeshiva and I want you to go to learn. Now the exact segue of how they went from Eliyahu and Navi to Zil Havi Beirav is one of the elements of this story that needs to be understood a little bit better. But it seems that the Hakara, that there were people that had less, somehow would can create this Hisoiris by Rabbi Akiva's wife first, and then Rabbi Akiva second, for him to go on now to become the great Rabbi Akiva. In fact, the Ran just adds one line. He says that the reason Eliyahu Navi showed up was it was to give them Nechama, and to show them that there are people that have less than them. And Rabbi Chaim Shulevitz in his Sichas used to speak out this Ran and say that you see that really the Eitzah for a person to be Samech Bechelkoi is to stop looking at people that have more and try to look at people that have less. Naturally, people are inclined to look at people that have more than them. And as a result, they feel deficient and they feel like they don't have so much. This one has more and that one has more and he has it better and he has it easier. But the truth is, there's a whole other way to look at it. And that is for a person to appreciate how much he does have and think about this person's going through that and that person's going through this. And I'm not going through that. And that's a tremendous It's a tremendous strategy for a person to have success. And this is part of the few lines in Gemara that we have about the narrative of Rabbi Akiva, because this apparently played a very, very big role in Rabbi Akiva becoming Rabbi Akiva. Regardless, so now they have this Osiris, that Rabbi Akiva is going to go out and learn. So the Gemara says, Azal, he went, he went to learn by the great Rabbi Yezer and the great Rabbi Yeshua for 12 years. So we know Rabbi Akiva is a Talmud Muvik of Rabbi Yezer. We also know he was a Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua. This Gemara here is exhibited. He went to learn to Rabbi Yezer and he went to learn to Rabbi Yeshua. The mission at the end of the 12 years, he went back home. He heard from behind his house to come There was a Russia that was talking to his wife and said, You know, your father, come to think about it, was right for making this nether that you wouldn't be able to have any hanaf from his nechassan. Meaning, at first glance, you would think that what Kalbus did was controversial. And it seems that the Olam was, you know, schmoozing a little bit that maybe it wasn't so okay. But this Russia tells. Rachel, that, you know, some of your father was right. And I'll tell you why. Chad, number one, what kind of pasadigashidach is this? You're a benon shel toirav gedula, and he's a ben gerim, he's a shepherd, no shaykhis, and besides, shavkach, armelus chiyos, kulin shnin. What kind of husband leaves his wife like this for 12 years? Amalaysa, she told him, I got news for you. If 
He would listen to me. I would say he should go learn for another 12 years. Rabbi Kiva overhears this conversation. Omar, he said, Being that my wife just gave me permission to go learn for another 12 years, I'm going back. Oh, there he went back. And he learned for another 12 years. When he came back at the end of the 24 years, he came back with 24,000. Take out the word Zugi. Tell me this. Some have it, some don't. 24,000. And then everybody came out to greet Rabbi Akiva, and she too got up, meaning she knew it was her husband. So there was a Rashiya that told her, maybe it's the same Rashiya, he was referred to as a Russia first, here it's a Rashiya. Where are you going? She says, What do you mean? This is my husband. And my husband knows what I gave up. During these last 24 years, and he wants to see me. Asus, she came, to be in front of him. And the Gabuim started, you know, they were pushing her. So he told him, leave her here. This is where she belongs. Because Shali, everything I have, and everything that you have, all you 24,000 Talmudim, Shalahu, it all belongs to her. Says the Gemara, Shoma Kalbusavua. Kalbusavua heard that there was a great man that was coming to town. Now, Kalbusavua apparently had remorse. He had charata. He really regretted the fact that he had made this nether that his daughter couldn't have anah. And 24 years had passed. And with time, her geishim heal. And you start seeing things a little bit differently. And he always wanted to be matted this nether. But he can never find someone that would be able to be matted the nether on his behalf. See, here's this great rabbi's coming to town. Unbeknownst to him, this is none other than the person he made the nether won't be able to have any enough from him. It's his Edom Rabbi Akiva, but he doesn't know this. So also he goes Ve'ichalan Nidre, and he was Shoyalan the Nether, Ve'ishtaruye Ishtari, and he was Mat the Nether. Exactly how that happens. So the Gemara and Subas tells the rest of the story. Had you known that your Edom one day would learn and Perik Echad, if you knew he would become a Chacham God, would you have made the Nether? He said, no. There's a whole Nidarm component to it. There's a very important toysfist in Ksuba Samach Gimel Amad Aleph. The Ran speaks it out here in Nunam and Beis. This is something that we're going to get to another day. And regardless, this concludes the first part of the Rabbi Akiva's story in today's Da. Now, if you go through the Gemara and Ksubas, like we mentioned earlier, there are a lot of Shinuim, a lot of differences, and there's a lot going on there, not here. Just to mention one, and that is in our Gemara, who was the one that told Rabbi Akiva's wife, look at what your husband did leaves you here like this for 12 years, and she responds, really? If he would listen to me, he'd go back for another 12 years. In our Gemara, it's referred to as a Chad Rasha. If you look at Ksubis Samach Beis, Beis, the Gemara says that when Rabbi Akiva came, he overhears someone having a conversation with his wife. Who is that someone? Shomeid Lahahu Saba. Now we know Taisva says in Chulam Vavah Aleph that is the Yei Shemin that says Ahu Saba is always Eliyahu Anavi. So this is interesting. It's a Chad Rosh over here in the Gemara in the Darm Dafnun and it's Eliyahu Anavi, Eliyahu Atishbi, maybe, in the Gemara in Ksubis Taf Samach Beis on the base. One thing's for sure. Eliyahu Anavi seems to be playing a role in the story of Rabbi Akiva. In the Darm Dafnun, Eliyahu Anavi is the one that shows Rabbi Akiva and his wife that as bad as you have it, you should know there are people that have it worse. 
And is the one that has the conversation at that exact second that Rabbi Akiva shows up that causes Rabbi Akiva to go back for another 12 years, which ultimately is what closes the deal and makes Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva. So Yon Navi plays an important role, and that's something that Be'ez Hashem we're going to talk about tomorrow. Just one ha'ara. Everybody knows Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz is Vart. Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz says, I don't understand. Rabbi Akiva, you came back. You haven't seen your wife in 12 years. She's been so moist and effish for you. You couldn't come in and say, Shalom Aleichem, Baruch like how's everything going you couldn't come in how do you not do that and Rechaim Shmulevit said Avada he could have done that but it would have been a hefzik in his learning and being that it would have been a hefzik he didn't want to and he famously said that Tzvelef and Tzvelef is Nishfir and Tzvansik that for a person to learn 12 years be Mavsik and learn another 12 years that's Nishfir and Tzvansik but I saw a Dover Chadash to me anyways in the Sefer Oyo Moshe for Moshe Shainam in Shlita he brings this Meshem Reb Shach that Ula Maron Agoyen Reb Shach Zatzal Hoya Oymer Reb Shach used to say that people make a toys in this Vart from Chaim Shmulevitz he said people think that the punchline is, is that had Rabbi Akiva gone in and given Shalom Aleichem to his wife, and he would have said, Vosmachsta, that would have been a hefsik. And it would have been a, 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 a pagam in the, in the fear in Tzvansik Yor. And Tzvelef in Tzvelef is not fear in Tzvansik. Rabbi Shach said, Chas Sholem. He said, Ayid Avzayin mensch. You have to be a mensch. And a person's going to say, I can't be mafsik milimudi over 24 years. I don't care how my wife is doing. I don't care how my mishpach is doing. That's not a hefsik. So it's posher, that's not a half-sick. So what then was Rabbi Akiva worried about? He was worried that if he was going to go home, he was never going to leave. That's what he was worried about. It wasn't to come in and say, Shalom Aleichem. It says, for Shalom, how could that be a half-sick? It doesn't mention Lachkeit. Menschlichkeit is not a hefzik in learning. As I've had not. A male person does have to do certain things. You have to be a mensch. And these are things you have to do. You have to mitzvahs. He was worried that if he was going to come home, he was going to sit down on the couch, he was never going to leave. That's what he was worried about. And that's where it was going to be chal. This was something that was married. You say people make a toys in this vart. They think that the actual Shom Aleichem was going to be the That was never going to be the hefzik. That wasn't the problem over here. The problem was he was afraid he was going to go. He hasn't seen his family in so long. So what's going to happen so eventually it could be it's going to end up that he's not going to leave he's not going to leave and go back to yeshiva regardless so the gemara just told a very very brief version of the story of rabbi akiva and really the way it ended was the itchel al nidre that kalba Savua, who was such a gvir who made a nether that his daughter and Adam can't have any anah from his nachas he was not the nether now because he was not the nether now all of a sudden the Kalbus of Uwe's daughter is suddenly back in all the Geshefton and Mittamol. She became a Gvir and her husband, Mashakan Isha Kanabaila, he gets all the Paris Naksimalug and all the Naksits in Barzal. See, he just became a, a Gvir as well. So, in other words, Rabbi Akiva, who in the beginning of the Daf is living in a base at heaven and says, One day, the 20 minutes in, and 15 lines later, just became an Oysher Muflik. <laughs> Says the Gemara on that note, This is not the only thing that caused Rabbi Akiva to become an Oysher. In fact, there were six things that caused Rabbi Akiva's life to change from a physical standpoint, where he went from being an Oni, Raya de Kalba Savua to suddenly becoming an Oisha. Okay, what were these six investments that Rabbi Akiva had made, says the Gemara? 
We're going to go through all six. Number one, min kalbasavua. From kalbasavua, he had a rachashve. Number two, min ela desfinta. From the isle that was on top of the ship. So, what's this isle that was on top of the ship? An isle is a ram. The kol svinta, avdile min ena. Every ship in the olden days said there would be a, like a statue, a picture, a, some sculpture of a ram on top. Now, what was the point of this? So, the Ran tells us the rest of the story. The kol svinta, hoya oisin, the mus isle may eight. So, it was made of wood. Lenachesh, ulisemin, shetea svinta kalabalichasaka isle. So an aisle is ka'ayl ta'aroig. It goes very, very fast. And rotzketzvi. And the idea is that this ship was simon ba'alma. It was considered to be a, a, a good omen to have this aisle on, on your ship. Now what they used to do is, inside the aisle, the Rand says, so Everybody would take the money. That was the safe. And that's where everybody would keep their things. No, Zimnachada, one day, on Shiu al-Kefiyama, somehow they forgot this aisle with all the money. Also who? Rabbi Kiva happened to have been walking by the sea, Ashkeche, and he found it. We know Rabbi Akiva is always traveling. Achabar Rabbi Akiva. And additionally, Rabbi Akiva is always on a ship. So there's so many Gemaras like this. So makes sense. Rabbi Akiva, around the Sfinois, Me'ezatam, and all of a sudden he finds this ayol and all the din raise up. So he became very wealthy, wealthy from this. The third source of Rabbi Akiva's Ashiris was Umin Gavza. It was from a Gavza. So what's a Gavza? Here too we need the Ran. Teva Ha'asuya This was a, like a treasure chest. So this was a big uh, chest and inside they used to keep things. The Ran says there's a precedent for this word. Be'gaza Rachmana. you find. What does Be'gaza mean? It's a lotion of Oitzer. Either way, he found the night. The one time, he gave four Zuzi he bought a lottery ticket. And he gave it to this Funa, he gave it to the sailors. He told them, bring back a souvenir. The only thing they were able to find was El They saw there was a box, it was Akefiyama. They said, okay, we'll bring this back. I see Ole, they brought it to him. And they told him, Ovid Marono. Oleho, Ishtakach, Ishu's here with the Girsna, Davi Moli Dinri, the, it was filled of Dinarim, the kids, they brought it back to him, and he said, no, we did what you asked us to do. You said, buy something with Dalit Zuzim, here you go, here's the thing that we bought, and it was filled with Dinarim. Why was it filled with Dinarim? What's the rest of this story? There was a ship that sunk, Vakula Iska have a Bahu Gavza, and there was a Gavza inside the ship, and in, the, in that Gavza, all the Iska, Iska Meloshan, had the Iska, right? All the money, all the businesses, Everything was in there, zimna, and they and this was the gavza that they had found, the min dasrukisa, because it had come from dasrukisa. Some take out these words here, meaning it had come from these merchants, Arab merchants. That's what dasrukisa means, and that's how the the chess ended up getting there. So whatever the proper gears in the Gemara is, but the punchline is clear, and that is that he had given four zuzim to these sailors. They brought back this gavza. This gavza had had an isco inside of it from all the people that were on the ship, and that was another contributing factor to the greatest shiras of Rabbi Akiva. Number four, umin matrunisa. Number five, umin ishtay shal turnus rufus. Number six, umin ketiyah barshalim. So here the Gemara doesn't tell us what the story is, but the Ran does. So let's just go through the Ran inside. Umin matrunisa. So Bekiva became an oishir from the matrunisa. It's the last Ran on Dafnun Amaral. Pamachas, one time, Hutzkura Bekiva Tamid of Mois. Rebekiva and his Tamid, they needed money. Vaholcho ate some matrunisa. So they went to a matrunisa. Omrulay the Rabbi Akiva, she told Rabbi Akiva, Hereni malva oischa. I'm willing to lend you the money. However, Vetiyah Ataloy, the you, Rabbi Akiva, should be the loy. I want Hashem and the sea to be the co-signers. They made up a time when Rabbi Akiva was going to have to pay back the loan. When the time came, 
The Machunisa went to the Svasa Yom. Rabbi Kiva had not paid off the loan. Omrah, she said, Rabbi Kiva Chayl. You know, and I know, that Rabbi Kiva sick. And that's why he's not able to pay off the loan. I'm asking you to keep your end of the deal. You should be an Miyad, As soon as she said this tefillah, the door to the keser was nishtata. She took a chest full of diamonds, and gold. She threw into the yam. And the sea did what it was supposed to do, and that is, it brought her the money. So she took the money and it worked perfectly. The yam in the chapter of Yekiva, short time later, Yekiva had and he came to the matronisa Kiva was going to pay off the loan so he came with the money to pay off the loan so she told him I already went to the Arev and he paid up the entire loan not just that I have changed I have Odef, and she goes and she gives him the change. From the extra money that she gave him, Nisash Rabbi Akiva. That's where Akiva became a Gvir. Rabbi Akiva used to debate, apparently this was public, in the front of the Kesar, a man whose name was Turnus Rufus. So they were rivals. In a sense, Pamachas, one time, Balabesa Sarvizov, Tunis Rufus comes home and his face was not Chachmas Adam Tarbanov and he did not look very good. Amrullah Ishtai, his wife said, You look like he had a very hard day. Is everything okay? Amrullah, he said, No. It's because Rabbi Akiva, he chapes me. Apparently, this went on every single day. And he's partially wiping the floors with me, and that's what I look like. I was wiped the floors with. Amrullah, so she told him, I'm going to get back. Rabbi Akiva. Eloi, KM shall Elu Sainazimo. I know that the God of the Jews, he hates Nus. Tainly Rishus, the Achshal Oisai Bedvara Vera. Give me permission, and I'm going to be Machshal Rabbi Akiva. Nosan Rishus, he gave her Rishus. Vineskashta, and she put on Kishut, and Vahochleis Rabbi Akiva, and she went to Rabbi Akiva, Kshrot Rabbi Akiva Oisa. Where Rabbi Akiva saw her rock, he spit. Sochak, he laughed, Ubacha, and he cried. Amraloi, so she said, Ma'inu in Hanukh class, what's this all about, Milan? Amraloi told him, Shnaim afarish, lishle afarish. I'm going to explain to you two of the things I did, I'm not going to explain the third. Rokakti, he said, You want to know why I spat? Al Shabbosami Tipasrucha. Because even though you're very beautiful, but I know where you came from. You came from a Tipasrucha. But he said, The reason I'm crying is Al Haishur for the Balabarma. Because one day, someone so beautiful like you is going to end up rotting in the ground. But who Sochak, Daddy didn't explain why he laughed, but the reason he laughed, was because he saw Baruch Hakodesh Asidel is Gaya that one day she would be Megayer Ulehinase Loi and marry him Valeratzalahidia and he didn't want to tell her so the Gemara says Amr Loi so for some reason she was very very impressed with what Rabbi Akiva did and the way he reacted first of all his Gvura probably that he didn't do the Avera so he said Yes Chuva is there anything I could do is there any way that I can do Chuva Amalohein he said yes. She went home, Vinisgaira, and she became a Giyaris, or Tunis Rufus's bad day just got worse. Vinisis like the Rabbi Akiva, and she ended up marrying Rabbi Akiva, and she had a lot of money, and that's 
the fifth source of the great Ashiris of Rabbi Akiva, it's because he ended up marrying the wife, or Tunis Rufus Arash. And then finally, what's the sixth reason? Umin Ketir Barshalim. Now, Ketir Barshalim, the Gemara doesn't explain, and the Ran and the Rishonim don't explain either. What the Rishonim say is, take a look at Abay Dazarad Afyuram a day. So, there the Gemara tells a story about a certain Roman officer whose name was Ketir Barshalim, or Ketir Barshalim. Shalom is a Jewish name. It was Kedia Bar Shalom. And the Gemara says that this Kedia Bar Shalom was present at a time that the Roman Kesaret was making a Gzeira. He issued a, an edict to annihilate the Jews. And he stood up for the Jews and he said, you're making a mistake. And he explained to them why it's going to be a mistake. They're going to call you a Malchusa Kedia. And when the Roman Kesar heard this, he told Kedia Bar Shalom, you're saying, however, there's a policy that we have. It's one of the rules and the regulations of this Medina, of the great Roman Empire. And that is, if somebody says a good vart to the Roman Emperor, off with his head. This, this is someone that needs to be killed. No, so they took him out to die. Now he was dying, if you think about it, because he had just saved the Jewish people. So the Gemara says, as he was going to the gallows, there was a Matronisa there, and told Woe for a ship that doesn't have an easy pass, right? Doesn't have the money that it needs to pay the toll for it to be able to get where it wants to go. In other words, you just did something so incredible. The problem is you're not going to enter Olam Haba. And the reason is because you need to pay a toll to get into Olam Haba, and the toll is Prismila. And because you're not Prismila, so you have no way of getting in. So the Gemara tells an amazing story. say He somehow fell on the Rosh of his Orla, Kata, and he gave himself a Prismila. And he said, "No, you have this Now I have what I need in order to pay the toll. Chalfis, I'm going to leave this world. The avris, I'm going to enter Olam Haba." The Gemara says, "Ki As soon as as they were killing him, Omar he said the immortal words, "Kol Rabbi Akiva v'chaver." I want all my nachasim to go to Rabbi Akiva v'chaver. The Gemara tells him, "Mayor the postscript." Yats Rabbi Akiva v'darash. Rabbi Akiva heard this. He said a drash. It says, "Vahoisa laharin ulevanov." How do we dash? It's referring to the lechem upon Six of the twelve breads went to Aharon, and the other half went to his sons. So he said, No, if he said, Rabbi Akiva v'chaveira, Mechzel Rabbi Akiva, Mechzel v'chaveira, if this Ketir Bashalom was a high ranking officer, he was very, very wealthy. And this is the sixth Makar, the sixth source from whence Rabbi Akiva became a Gvir. So Rabbi Akiva's life again starts off, he's living in a base at heaven, he was just completely thrown out of his in law's Mishpacha. But Minshis Mili Iyas Rabbi Akiva, from Kalba Savua, from the Isle, that chest that was on the top of the ship, from the Gavza, from the story of the Matrunisa, who had loaned money and then the Yam repaid the loan, from the wife of Turnus Rufus Arasha, and from Ketir Bar Shalom. So the Gemara now is going to tell a few more stories, Me'inyan, Le'inyan, and then we'll speak out some rates. the Gemara, Rav Gamda, Yoav Dalet Zuzi Lesfunai. Rav Gamda gave four Zuzim to sailors, Lasuya Bahayim Midon, to bring something back. They couldn't find anything. Asuya Bahayim Kaifa. But what they did find was a monkey. 
So he said, you asked for a souvenir? No, do hosta. So they come home with a monkey. Says the Gemara, stop it. So he took the monkey and he's trying to catch it. And he did what monkeys do. He starts jumping all over the place. So the Gemara says, oh, lecharsa. So he went into a cave somewhere. They started digging after it. These were the sailors, by the way. And they saw that it was lying on, on pearls, on diamonds. I seen a lakulan and they brought it all to Rav Gamda. Because they felt that Lamaisa, this all came came about through Rav Gamda. Halachically, probably they weren't mechoyev to do this, but it was, this was a maisa of, of Lefnim and Shuras Adim, but at the same time, they did it anyways, and it was this story that was similar to the story of Rabbi Akiva, and clearly Rav Gamda became a gvir from this maisa as well. Another story. Amalei Bas Kesar, Rabbi Shum and Hananya, the daughter of the Kesar, told Rabbi Shum ben Hananya, Torah mefuara beklim mechur. So Rabbi Yeshua, it seems, was not so handsome. And the Bas Kesar was taken aback by that. Rabbi Shum, we know, was someone that was very respected by the by the Roman government. He used to debate people publicly there. A lot of the Yeshuas that we have in, in the Gemara came through Rabbi Yeshua because of the protection that he had. So the daughter of the case, it tells Rabbi Yeshua and Hananiah, such a beautiful Torah, meaning you're so wise, but it's Bekli Mechur, So he told her, I'll be honest with you. He said, let's see if we can figure this out. We can explain it and we'll understand it from your father's family. Tell me, your father, he has a, a wine collection that is legendary. Where does he keep his wine. I'm a labor money the pachra. What do you mean? An earthenware kalim. That's how you store wine. I'm a the kuli. I'm a the pachra. At the money the pachra. That's what everybody. That's what I do. That's what everybody does. Why would you do it that way? Aton, you, you're very chosher. Achisa the money the cast for the hava. You should store it in silver. You should store it in gold. Ozlis. She went for Ramas Chamber money the cast for the hava. So she did. What Yeshua suggested. The three and everything went bad. I'm a law. He told the Afay Raisa came. Torah is the same way. If Torah is in kli kasev and kli zav, it's going to end up going bad. When does it stay good? It stays good when it's in kli cheres. What's the reason so Rashi says so Rashi in Tainus Davzayin says is because when somebody is too shufra when he's too handsome it can bring the day gaiva and Torah has no mocking by gaiva like we spoke about a few weeks ago in Bethes Hashem we're going to speak about it again in the coming days but because Torah doesn't have a kim in that setting and because Torah doesn't have a kim in setting it's not good if somebody looks like money the pachra so in such a situation it's going to end up so, he, so she responded what do you mean I know rabbis that look very good so he told Older, you have a snoo, it's true. But if they weren't so nice looking, have a gemir in tve. You should know they'd be even bigger lamdanim. They'd be bigger tamidei chachamim. Another story. He asked the kamidei Rabbi Yehuda. Someone that came to Rabbi Yehuda, minaharda from the hard dog, the dina for din tayr, v'schaivus min dina, and Rabbi Yehuda paskin that this woman is going to be guilty as charged. So she was very disappointed with the way this played out. So she tells Rabbi Yehuda, who's a Talmud Muvik of Rav and Shmuel, Shmuel Rabbach, your Rebbe Shmuel, Hachi Danon, would he... Paskin this way? I'm like, said, you this way? Well, you know my Rebbe Shmuel? I'm like, yeah, I could even describe him to you. Gutsa, he's short. Virabek Krese, he's overweight. Ukum, he has a dark complexion. Virabashine, and he has big teeth. Boktsaina. I'm like, he told him the Vazuya Kosses, but you're coming to make Litsana, so my Rebbe Shmuel, Tavia, he itza Bishamta, you belong in Cherem. Paka, she went out, Umesa, and she died. Vikachava, and this concludes all the. Divrei God, and really, his mama should be on from story to story to story. We started Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Akiva, and we even had Tornus Rufus, and Ketir Bar Sholem, and Rav Gamda, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Shmuel, just one mice after another mice. Classic, classic Gemaras. It's interesting, the Gemara says, Min shis mili i'ate Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva became a gvir from six things. How wealthy did Rabbi Akiva become? 
It's an Ovest Rab Nassan. The Ovest Rab Nassan says, Omru, they say, Loi niftar min ha'olam, by time Rabbi Akiva passed away, you should know he had tables that were made of silver and gold. He would have to go up a sulam to get his beds, Rabbi Akiva, and the sulam, the ladder that he had, was also made of gold. And then the Avast Rab Nassim tells a beautiful postscript. His wife went out with a cardamom and with an ir shalzav. Rabbi Akiva had promised his wife in the beginning of the daft that one day, if I'm going to make money, I'm going to buy you something. You know what I'm going to buy you? I'm going to buy you an Ir Shalzav. And the Ovest Rab Nassim says, He boarded the Ir Shalzav. The MS is, it's a Gemara. It's a Talmud Bavli. It's a Gemara Mesach Shabbos, Daf Nun Test. The Gemara over there is in Perik, and we know that Medina the Gemara, even though it's not Halach Lameisa, but Medina the Gemara, a woman is not allowed to walk outside on Shabbos wearing jewelry. Why? Because we're afraid she's going to see her friend, Nashim Daik. The college and say, Oh, look at my nice piece of jewelry. They're going to carry it down an just like we don't below Shoifer, Rosh Hashanah, Shalis, Pachabas. A woman doesn't wear jewelry on Shabbos either. So the Gemara goes to different things she could wear, things she can't wear. One thing she can't wear, she can't wear an ear shells off. So the Gemara says in Shabbos, Nun Testament Aleph, it's the last line, might be ear shells off. What's the ear shells off? Rabbi Barbarchan, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said the name Rabbi Yechanan, Yerushalayim did the Hava. It's Yerushalayim that's made of gold. Kid the lay Rabbi Akiva Ledevisu. Like Rabbi Akiva made for his wife. So it's a Mafurish Gemara. The Gemara says that he made it for his wife. Now it's interesting. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says right there, Shabbos Nun Tesamid Beis, Kedo Avadei Rabbi Akiva Ledevisu, Bemesachtis Nidorim Dafnun Amir Aleph. And everybody asks, it's not true. The Gemara doesn't say that he made it for his wife. What does the Gemara say? He said, Iyavoyeli, I'm going to make it for your wife. It's not Mafurish in the Gemara. Oh, but the Teretz is Pashat. The Teretz is if Rabbi Akiva said that if I have the money, I'll make it for you. That obviously it happened. Because that's also Mephurish in the Darim Dafnun Amar Aleph. That Mephurish Dvarim is Asa Rabbi Akiva. So Rashi doesn't just mean the first part of Nedarim Dafnun Amar Aleph. He means the whole Nedarim Dafnun Amar Aleph. He means Nedarim Dafnun Amar Aleph. Rabbi Akiva said, if I have the means, if I can afford it, I'm going to buy Yerushalayim to the Hava. And then he means the next part of Nedarim Dafnun Amar Aleph. Where the Gemara says he taka had it, no, if he was going to give it. So it's not just the first part of Nedarim Dafnun Amar Aleph. It's the first part of Nunam and Aleph, it's the second part of Daf Nunam and Aleph as well. But if you look at the Avastar Rab Nassin, there's a little postscript. So Rikiva's wife, since she would go out with Kardamin, apparently also something very fancy, and with this Ir Shazav, Ramalei Talmidov, so the Talmidim told Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, you know, you're making us look bad. <laughs> you're the Rosh Hashiva. We look very, very bad. So he told them, You have no idea what my wife gave up for Torah, and she deserves this. And Rabbi Akiva defended what he did to his Talmidim. Just to end this with one other interesting thing. We'll speak at a little bit of rate. But this, as in this, and that is, I saw from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Babacher Rebbe said that min shis dvarim iat is asher Rabbi Akiva. So he said that in the Svarim Akdoshim we know that Rabbi Akiva had the neshama of Yaakov Avinu. As I state in Arizal, and he said Remez Ladavar Akiva is Oisius Yaakov with an aleph or with a hey, but Akiva is the Oisius Yaakov, and he had the the name of and and Rabbi Akiva was Gilgul Nishmasoi Shal Yaakov Avinu. So he says that the Zohar Kodesh says that the Ois Vav in Kabbalah is the Ois of Emes. Vav is the Ois of Emes, and he says that's why you find by Yaakov Avinu, whose Mida we know was Emes, 
Chesed, Gvura, and Emes, you always find the Vav. You say in Shemayin Esrei, Hashem is Elikei Avram, Elikei Yitzchak, Elikei Yaakov. There's a Vav by Yaakov. Hagadol Hagibar Vehanoira. The Svarim say Hagadol is Avram, Gibar is Yitzchak, Vehanoira is Yaakov. So there's a Vav, Veloike Yaakov, and there's a Vav by Vehanoira. And the reason is because Vav is MS, and Yaakov is Midasa MS in the world of Kabbalah, and it's for that reason you find the letter Vav that's associated with Yaakov. So Babach Rebbe said that if Rabbi Akiva was Nishmasai, shall Yaakov Avinu Kimavur Barizal, and the ice of Yaakov Avinu is Vav. So he said, that's Pshan Gemara, Yavama Samaches Amadbez. The Gemara says, quote, Keman, Kurabi Akiva did What's the oimek in Rabbi Akiva Dorish Vavin? We know he was Dorish Essen Shabbatara, but it was also Dorish Vavin. And the reason is because on some deep level there's a shaykhis between the oif Vav and Rabbi Akiva. So he said, that's Pshad and Argamara. Mishisha Dvarim is Asher Rabbi Akiva. Pashat Rabbi Akiva, there were six things that brought the Ashiras of Rabbi Akiva. But there's an oimek from the oif Vav is Asher Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva's Ashiras is that he's Nishmas Yishal Yaakov Avinu. And Nishmas Yishal Yaakov Avinu is Makusha with the oif Vav. So it's Mishisha Dvarim is Asher Rabbi Akiva. But just to end with one Ha'ara, and that is, so the Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva showed up after 24 years, so Rabbi Kiva's wife came to greet him. And the Gabayim started pushing. They said, who are you? What are you doing here? So Rabbi Akiva said to them, Leave her. Why? Because everything I have and everything you have, Shalahu, it really belongs to her. This part of the Gemara, incidentally, is Sai here in Adar, and it's also in Ksubis, no steers. It's the same exact Gemara. Shali v'shalachem shalahu. If you look at the Ran, the Ran says, what's the Pshat? What did Rabbi Akiva mean? So he says, quote, Teirasi my Teira, v'teiraschem and your Teira, b'shvilohi. It's all Adankar. Why? Shenosnali eitzel amezel of Because she was the one who gave me the eitzel to go and become who I am today. And really, it was Mufurish of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Oleon Navi came and... He said, my wife just had a baby, I was so poor, we don't even have straw. And it was Rachel, it was Rabbi Akiva's wife who reacted and said, Amrulay, she told him, Zil Havi Rav, I want you to go learn. That part of the Gemara actually does have a little bit of a shinoi in Ksuba Staf Samach Beis. If you look over there, so the Gemara right in the beginning of the story says, Rabbi Akiva Raid ben Kabbal Tzavua Hava, Chazisa Barte, Tzniu Maili. Amrulay, she told him, Imik Tashnolach. If I would get married to you, would you agree to go learn? I'm in. Yes. The Shadrasan, she sent him to go learn. So the way it happens seems to be a little bit different. But obviously you have to work it out. But the point is, is in both Gemaras it's clear that it all came from her. She was the one that had this idea for him to go learn. And because it was her idea, she was the one that gave the Eitzah, says Duran. So really it's all... Because of her good advice, that's what he meant when he said, The truth is, you would think that Pshadin, what Rabbi Akiva meant when he said, is a little bit more Pashad. And it's really based on a Gemara. It's a very, very well known Gemara. It's in two places in Shas. It's in it's also in the Sechtis Brachis, the Gemara over there says, Hani Noshi, women. Meaning, what schus do women have? Says the Gemara, it's ba'agra de makrin 
It's the fact that they make sure that their children learn Torah. And they wait for their husbands until they come back from base measures. Just see Ran. It says, They put koiches into their children to bring them to yeshiva. Likroi, Mikro, Velishnais Mishnah. Said he could learn Mikro and they could learn Mishnah. He's a young children. It's Mikro Mishnah, I'm not up to Gemara yet. This is Mikro and Mishnah. Ben Chomish, Mikro, Ben Esel, Mishnah. Very young children. But not in the Gavrayu. Umamtinois Lebaleim. Shneyoitzin Le Iracheres Lomoitoiro. And they wait for their husbands that go out to an Iracheres to learn Torah. So the Gemara says, Noshi Ben Maizachian. What schus do Noshim have? It's the fact that they take care of their young children and they raise them to make sure that they're going to grow up to be finding in the light. And grace of Hamidah Chachamim, and it's also they're not not on the Gavrayu. Umamtino is lebaleim sheyoitzin leiracheres lumaytoira. If you look at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara says because of what they do, mi loy palgon bahadayu. Don't they have a full chelik in all the Torah of their children and all the Torah of their husband? It's mavur in the Gemara that a woman who waits for her husband to come back from an iracheres kemin agavisei no, she's going to be a total shutif in all the Torah. There's no one that embodied that more than Rachel Eishas Rabbi Akiva. That she waited 12 years, another 12 years, without even a Shalom Aleichem in between. Because Tzvelov and Tzvelov is Nishvir and Tzvonser. So this Luchayra, Eishas Rabbi Akiva, Rachel is someone that embodied this more than anybody else. And if the Gemara says, Mefurish, in Soita Chafalef, and in Brachas Yud Zayin, Mi Loi Palgan Bahadai, isn't that a reason that she should be a fanatic shutif in all the Torah of her husband? So it's Pashit, the Shaliva Shalachem Shalahu. You should know that everything I learned, everything you learned, she has a Chalikin. She has a tremendous Chalikin. So you have to know a little bit why the Rand didn't learn that way. The Rand says, a Toysefes Kenech. The Rand says she's the one that gave the Eitzah. It's even more than that. Maybe the Lush and Shaliva Shalachem Shalah means everything belongs to her. Not sure. But the bottom line is, is that Luchaira, Alderech Abshat, for sure, this Gemara and Mufurish and Rashi would be a very, very obvious Susha. Never says this Gemara is a very, very hard Gemara. The Gemara says, Hani Nashi What schus do women have? Women have schusim. What schus do they have? What schus could a woman possibly have? Someone says, What do you mean? They take care of their children and they, they wait for their husbands? That's the schus. Everybody asks, and everybody, by the way, is the Pnei Yeshuim, Brachas Tafi Zayin Amad Aleph, the Vilna Goyen in the Sefer Imre Noyim. That's Sefer he wrote on Sechtis Brachas, also in Tafi Zayin Amad Aleph. What do you mean, what schusim do women have? Women have mitzvahs just like men do. Now, they're potter from mitzvahs asesh as mangarama, beside But they have the schus of all the mitzvahs asesh in as mangarama. They have the schus of all the lois asesh. So, what do you mean, honey? What schus do they have? And there's different pshatim that I said to explain pashib shat and what the Gemara means when the Gemara says hani nashi But if you look in the Marsha in the Chdushe Agadis in Brachas Daf Yuzayin Amar Aleph, the Marsha quotes a, a yalkit that brings this Gemara of hani nashi a little different than the way we have it. Marsha ubegir says hayalkut b'hach de besamuch garsinon b'mayzachion la'alma da'asi. The Gemara's question is, what schos do women have to be able to enter Olam Haba? And the emesis, those two words, I think changes the Gemara. It gives it a completely different panu. And it's based on something that we spoke about a lot very recently. And that is the Gemara in the end of Masech Tzuksubis, Tav Kuf Yud Alf we spoke about it at the Siyam. The Gemara says, Kol HaMishtamish Bar Torah, Or Torah Mechayeyo. Any person that learns Torah, so the Or of Torah will be Mechayeyo. 
The Gemara is talking about Tchiyas HaMesim. The Gemara is talking about Olam Haba. And the Gemara says, someone that has a connection to Torah, someone that's Mishtamish Ba'ur Torah, or Torah Mechayeyo. But someone that's not Mishtamish Ba'ur Torah, so he doesn't have the Torah, to be Mechayim. So the Gemara says, given the Chazit to come Tire, so the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan was having this, this conversation, and he saw that the, the person he told it to was Bitzar, Omalais, and he said, Rabbi Matsasi Lem Ta'konam and Torah. Meaning, even the Ameyoritz have at the beginning of the Gemara was that the Amiyaritz are Enim Chaim. They're not going to have a Chelik and Oilam Haba. Why? Because Kalam Mishtamish Bar Torah, Term Chayev, Chosha Enim Mishtamish Mayor Torah, Enim Term So what's going to be with the Amiyaritz? So the Gemara says, You have nothing to worry about. Because Kalam Masi beat the Talmud Chacham. The Oisiprach Matil Tamid Chachamim, the Amahanu Tamid Chachamim and Chosov, Malu, all of our Chosov, that's the way they're going to end up entering Oilam Haba. But you see in this Gemara that the only way a person can enter Amad Asi, the only way a person can enter Oilam Haba is if he has Art Torah. I mean, you can have all the mitzvahs in the world, but you still need Torah. Without Torah, you can't get it. Now, once you're in, all the mitzvahs that you did, you're going to have a cheshman with. But a person that doesn't have Oira Torah, ain't Oira Torah He has no way of getting into the next world. He has no way of Tchis HaMesim, which Tchis HaMesim, but we know are interchangeable. So he has no way of getting into the next world. So the Chayra, according to the Gears of the Yalk, that the Mashah, it's not Haminoshi, but Maizachi, what's Chusim do? Of course they have Chusim. But it's what Chus do they have to enter Amada Asi? You know what the Gemara's question is? I know they have Chusim. Mitzvah Saseh, Shein Azman Garama, all the Mitzvah Saseh, say. Of course, they have all the notions that Konyas have all the mitzvahs in the world. But the problem is, it's a Gemara Ksubis Kofir Aleph Amid Beis. That Ameo Aretz with all their mitzvahs, Einam Chayim. Because Kola Mishtamish Bar Torah, Eintar Mechayel. Vichol Shein Mishtamish Bar Torah, Eintar Mechayel. Someone that doesn't learn Torah doesn't have the Avtach of the Avnei Nezer. That he's going to, he's Kechet Yof. That he's going to go flying out on the Arav Bedavar. So what's that person supposed to So, Lechayra, Noshim, they can have all the mitzvahs, but they don't have Torah. So if they don't have Torah, and even if they learn Torah, it's in them, it's a voice or a Aaron Cutler's famous mime. So how are Noshim going to get in? The Teretz is, they have a Schelik in the man's Torah. Because they're Shutfin with their children. And they're Shutfin with their husband. And because of this Shutfis that they have, because of the fact that they have a Schelik in their Torah, that's why Hanu Noshim by Zach, I think it's Poshit, according to the gears of the Yalkut. Based on this Gemara, Ksubas Kofi and Aleph on the base, that's the Teretz to the plain Shuas Kasha. That's the Teretz to the Vulnagarin's Kasha. But the point is, is that where Rabbi Akiva was saying, Shaliva Shalachem Shalahu, Lachura, in Rabbi Akiva's case, it was very dramatic. She gave him the Eitzah, the way the Ran learns. But Alder Chabshad, I don't think it's Rachik, the Shtautzu, these two Gemaras, where it's Mefurish in the Gemara, that really every single woman has a Chelik in her husband's Torah. She's a Shotif. She's a Shotif. And if you just stop for a second and you think about it, right, we're accustomed to thinking. We learn Gemara and we go through Raid. And, and in the world of Raid, Noshim Apata from Talmud Torah. Right, man is Chayv in Talmud Torah. Noshim Apata from the midst of Talmud Torah. It's true, but it's a great misnomer because it almost sounds like women have no Shaykhs to the midst of Talmud Torah. Just like a woman doesn't have Shaifer, so a woman doesn't have Talmud Torah either. It's a toss. It's an incredible, incredible mistake. Noshim Apata from Talmud Torah means that they don't have the Mitzvah to be the Higisa by Yom of Elayla. But they very much play a role in the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. They have a tremendous, tremendous Chalik in Talmud Torah, albeit from a different perspective. The man's job is to sit and to learn, and the woman's job is to be supportive. And the woman's job is, is to make sure that the family and, and everything is going well. And when she does that, 
her role is equal it's shava b'shava to the man's role in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah the Lashon HaGemar is Miloy Palgam Ba'adadi Rabbi Akiva said it so immortally Shaliva Shalachem Shalom the emphasis is Mefurish Ramah it's brought down Shulchan Aruch the Ramah is in Hilchus Talmud Torah it's in Simen Reish Mem Vav Yerdeya Sivkot and Vav the Ramah brought this in the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah and his Agayis on the Beis Yosef felt this was something the Beis Yosef didn't write, and he should have written. So he adds this line: "Umi kamakim im oizeres lebna ilabayla sheyasku b'tayra chaylekes char b'hadayim." So I'll tell you two dvarim neflam that I saw. The first is from Hagayin Reb Shloima Fisher zechetzadik levracha. And the second is from Hagoyen, Yubadol L'chaim, Rav Shloyma Arieli Shlita. So Rav Shloyma Fisher, in his drushes, Beis Yishai, so it's in one of his drushes on Shabbos HaGadol, it's Simen Gimel. So he talks a little bit about this Indian Shaliva Shalochem, Shnelohi, and he says something beautiful. He says that we know the Kiyar, the Kiyar was made from the jewelry, from the Maris Hatzoyvois. It was the, the mirrors that the women used to use. So the Kiyar was a keli in the Beis HaMikdash that seemed to have been a donation. It was an adava that came from the women. Rashi brings the Chumash, Kiyadur. What's the Oymik? He says, the Oymik is because before a Koyin did the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash, he had to be Mekadosh Yod of Aragla from the Kiyar. In fact, if he wasn't Mekadosh Yod of Aragla from the Kiyar, it's a, it's a very, very big problem. The Avoid is possible. It's something that's Ma'akiv. What's the lesson? The lesson is, is that it's true, the Kayhanim were doing the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash. But at the same time, they couldn't just do the Avoid by themselves. They needed someone behind them that's being Machshu them, that's allowing them to go and do what it is they're doing. And who is that? That's their wives. It's the Noshim Tzedkaniyas. So that's the Oymik, that the Kir, which is the Keli, that is Machshu the Koyin, to be able to do his Avoida, that came from the Noshim. To show this Indian that uh, an Avoida, even Avoidas that women are potter from, but at the same time, they're the ones that are making it happen. He says another beautiful thing. He says that we know that Rishchodesh is a Yontif, but only for the Noshim. It's not a Yontif for the men. What's the Pshat? So he says, because Rishchodesh is like a, a quasi-Yontif. But what's the real tachas of Rishchodesh? It's to make Yontif happen. The Gemara talks about Tikkun Hamayados. That if Rishchodesh would get messed up, you'd have the problem with the Mayados. That's why the Shulchan used to go out, and all the Sugis in Rosh Hashanah, and the beginning of Be'er, the two days Yontif, and etc., etc. And what's it based on? It's based on, you need to know what Rishchodesh is, because Rishchodesh is what sets the table. It's the Tikkun Hamayados for you to be able to have Yontif. The woman's job is the Tikkun Hamayados. She's the Kiyar. She's naturally Gavrayu. She's the one that's making sure children are going to go learn. And that's why Rishchidosh, which is something that symbolizes, something that's necessary and needed in order to be able to fulfill the Tachlis. This became the woman's Yontif because the woman, her role in many ways represents what the Tachlis, what the Tayalis of Rishchidosh is. I saw in the Sefer, Raptuni Betapuchen. This is from... Rav Shloim Arieli. So at the end, he has a piece. So he wrote many, many svarim, all called Rabtuni Betapuchim. So this one is called Amuna Vetaira, and he has an arichos that he calls Echad Mishmeina Bishminas. So what's it referring to? It's referring to a, a well-known Gemara, Saita Dafheim and Alf. The Gemara says, Omrav Chibarashi Omarav, Talmud Chacham, Tzarech Shiehebai, Echad Mishmeina Bishminas. So the Gemara is talking about how terrible it is to have Gaiva, Toyevas Hashem called Gvalev, me and him can't even be in the same world. But at the same time, Rav, the Amorah said, that a Talmud Chacham has to have a little bit of Gaiva. How much Gaiva? A Shmeinas Shebishminas. So over the... Years, we've said different shatim. 
the Vilna Goyen has a famous pshat where the Goyen said that the Shmaida Shabashminis is referring to Parshas Vayishlach, which is the eighth parsha in the Torah. The eighth posik in that parasha, which is Katointi Mikola Chasod Mikola Emes, a word that we've said in the past. When we learned Mesechtis Maikotan a little while ago, we spoke at a Dover Nifla from Rabbi Kiva Eger. Rabbi Kiva Eger said, Al Derech the Goyen, very similar to the Goyen, that the Shemayna Shevashminis is referring to the eighth posik in the eighth parak in Sefer Tehillim. The posik over there says, Tam Shileu Yodecha Tachas Raglov, Kulam Vegam In the Gemara, my cotton learns from these Psukim that a person is allowed to be a Balgaiva over Behemoth. Surab Kiveger, who we know was a legendary Onov, said, Dvarim Haruyam And he said, You want to know what the Shmaidah Shabashmin is that the Gemara says that Tamachacham is allowed to have? He is allowed to, he should have Gaiva over the Behemoth. Meaning, so could I the Chamina without Rabsu Yisafa. You have to be an Onov even by next to a spider. A cat's walking by, there's a squirrel. You have to prove the Chanivas. No. Tamshileu Bemasiyodech. I'm over there already. There's nothing that brings out. We spoke to this out. Nothing that brings out the Anova of Vega more than this Vart. It says, You want to know what the Shmaina Shevashmina is? It's Klappy the squirrel. That's where you're allowed to, that's where you're allowed to have Gaiva. So if Shloimil Arieli said, Alderich the Goyen that said Shmaina Shevashmina is the eighth Pasik and the eighth parish in the Torah. And Alderich Rabki Vegar who said that the Shmaina Shevashmina is the eighth. Pasnik of the eighth parak and sefer tell him. So he said a dover nifla adlamoid. He says we all know the story of Shmuel. Shmuel Aleph in the beginning. Shmuel has two wives. Chana and Penina. And Penina has children. Aganza Shein and Mishpacha. And and Chana doesn't have any children. And it was very very difficult for Chana specifically because Penina used to chepa. She used to rates on Chana. And she used to rate her on all the time. It was so hard for Chana. She was suffering. She was in so much pain. Says the Pasek. Elkanah tells his wife, Chana, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? Why is it so bad? You have me. I'm better than ten sons. I'm better than ten sons? What kind of guy is that? I'm better than ten sons? Elkanah should have been an honor. He should have said, Ver binach. So he said, He said, A person's supposed to be ba'anofa. But he said, When it comes to your shalom bias and it comes to your wife, don't be such an anof. You should let your wife know about your successes. You should let her know how you're steiging. You should let her know what's going on. And you should explain to her, <laughs> I mean, be careful. This hergish, that's not the place to pravanivas. See, he said a dover nifla. He said sefer shmuel is the eighth sefer in Tanakh. You have the five chamishay chumshay Torah, Yeshua, Shoiftim, Shmuel Aleph. This is Perak Aleph Pasik Ches. It's the eighth Pasik in Sefer Shmuel. He said the Shmoyne Shabashminis that the Talmud Chacham should have is Haloya Noichi Toivlach Measar Abanim. You should understand that I'm Toivlach Measar Abanim. He says that's Pshan in the Gemara and Brachis Taflamadalam and Beis. Another classic where the Gemara says Rabbi Yochim and Zakai. Son was sick and, and he was davening and nothing. And he went to his Tamar Rabchinim and Dice, Rabchinim and Dice, and one second he had a refu. So Rabbi Yechon, Zaka's wife, comes to Rabbi Yechon and he says, Tell me, 
says, is, is Rabbi Chaninim and Doisa bigger than you? Like, what's the pshat? You were davening and davening, and your tefillahs weren't answered. Rabbi Chaninim and Doisa, in one second, everything worked out. I'm bigger than him. So Marieli said, I'm bigger than him. Because he was talking to his wife. And to his wife, don't say Hanin is bigger than me. To your wife, I'm the best thing in the world. And Ruchnius, by the way. But And that's why when it came to life, he said, no, I'm bigger than Rab Hanina. That's his Nakuda. But if you look at what he says inside, he adds one knitch. He says that if you're someone that's learning and you're steiging and you're working hard to do the right thing, he said, not only is there an Indian you could, it's the Shmoyna Shabashminas, is a mockim for a little bit of Gaiva. But really, you mechuyifto. This is something you have to do. And he says, you know why? Because your wife is your shutif. She's your shutif. And you have to disclose v'stutzach and dangeshaft. If you have a shutif, you can't hide information from your shutif. You have to. You have to report earnings. You have to let her know what's going on. And to the extent that you're learning, and to the extent that you're steiging, it's something you have an obligation to do. Because shali v'shalochem shalohu. And you have to. You have no choice. She's your partner. She's getting half the schar. How do you have a right to withhold this from her? You learned to have kiveheger, you steiged away, you said a chabura, you made a sim on a masachta, whatever it is. You have to tell her. You explain to her. You should just know we just finished the masachta. We just said a meyer We just heard a meyer digavart. It's something you're mechuyev to do. Poshit chayshemishpat. It's not menschlich. It's not oiskahalten. Shaliva shalachem shalad. Ramah says she's cholka ispeschar. Based on a mafurish gemara. And based on the shaliva shalachem shalahu. And I've heard that this is something of Shlomo Ariel used to tell Yungalai. This was something that was Margil Bapume. He used to tell Yungalai this Indian. He said, This is the shmoinish of the shminis that the Tamil Chacham is allowed to have. This hergish of Aloya Noichi Toivloch me Asarabanev comes from a gemara. Brachas Yud Zayin and Saita Chavala. But really it comes and it really traces itself all the way back to the immortal world words of Rabbi Akiva, who the great Rabbi Akiva, the Tarish of Alpeh, which is cool and Aliba the Rabbi Akiva, you always say the hearts of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva is 24,000 Talmidim, and then the five Talmidim that gave us everything that we have today, stem this and stem that, everything comes from Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva himself attributed it to his Eish Eschayel, but that's this Indian, and it's true for every single person in his own marriage, and in his own little world, there's this concept of Shaliva Shalachem Shalom.